Welcome to The Invested Investor. I'm Chris Smith from The Naked Scientists, and sitting to my right is Peter Cowley, the brains and motivation behind this enterprise. Peter, what actually are you seeking to achieve? What will a person who listens to this series and others get out of this? What I'm trying to achieve is to share the many decades, literally, of experience I've had as an entrepreneur and as an angel investor to help both angels and entrepreneurs in improving the journeys they have from the point where an entrepreneur uh, comes up with an idea to the point where it's a successful business that floats or or, um, is sold to a, a trade sale. Why is this needed? This is, well, why is it needed? Good question. A combination of two things. One, that I see many journeys, many entrepreneurial journeys that have, uh, that fail. But I believe that with my experience and those of the other contributors to this, this podcast series, and then eventually the book, that we'll be able to help reduce some of those failures. I also hope that the um, education you'll get from this podcast series will mean that the relationship you as an entrepreneur or you as an angel with the other party is better, is more open, and therefore will have a better result. Where do you see the problems then? Because you're saying that there are a lot of difficulties. A, why there are a lot of difficulties, and what are they? The problems, well, uh, let's look at them both one side at a time. For for the angels, there's a a lot of angels nowadays through crowdfunding platforms. There's probably several hundred thousand. And angels are? An angel is somebody who invests in an early stage business where the risk is very high, but the potential reward's very high. So a business angel. So the the problems I see are that um, the investors are not necessarily, and many won't want to anyway, but not enough of them are contributing to these journeys, using their own experience, their governance, the the gray hair at times to actually help the entrepreneurs with that. And the other way around, I think the entrepreneurs are uh, 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 making mistakes, as they will do. I mean, particularly if it's a young entrepreneur, how can you expect a 23-year-old to understand how to hire and fire, for instance, and that they can improve the or reduce the number of mistakes they make by accepting uh, help from their investors? So investors are generally a canny bunch. Entrepreneurs are a canny bunch. Why has it taken until 2017 for you to come along and, and say, well, look, we need this? Um, canny bunch, that's an interesting sta- statement there. Canny, there's, there's levels of um, canniness, i.e. experience and intelligence that are relevant. But I think that certainly for young entrepreneurs, there is, there is a lacking of, well, there's a great lacking of experience, of course. And, and those that experience can be replaced, I believe, with if the entrepreneur needs external investment by those investors. And the other way around, there are plenty of investors there that could contribute to the entrepreneurial journeys that don't and need some advice to do that and need some help. Tell us what your vision is for this project. So a person who joins up at the early stage and follows this through, what's the journey you're going to take them on? What will they get out? So if you take it from the angel viewpoint, which the the, the uh, project will be aimed at Initially, it's giving them the tools and the experience and the uh, stories and anecdotes which allow them to both choose the investments they make more carefully and help those investments with the journeys. If you take it from an entrepreneur, they will be, I hope at the end of it, will understand what the angel, more what the angel wants, the investors want, how to uh, relate to them in a way that's uh, more open and more successful so that when the entrepreneurs need future funding, that funding comes to them more easily. So in the end, that the journey for the entrepreneur and the angel is more successful. Can we talk a bit about your journey? Because I, I had a look through your CV. I 
hadn't realised that a seasoned investor like you actually really only got into the game relatively recently. Yes, it's uh, compared with some of my friends in the industry. Yes, I'm, I'm probably 10 years less than many people. I mean, the, there are angel investors that I know who've been investing probably 30 years, but not many of them, quite a lot at 20 years, many more people in the last five years. My first angel investment was about nine or 10 years ago. What I'm also bringing to the table is a long entrepreneurial career with lots of ups and downs. So my first business was back in the early 80s, so that's 36, 37 years ago. I've had failures, success. I've, I've run, set up and run businesses which are business to business and business to consumer. I've hired people, I've fired people, I've raised finance, I've had all kinds of customers, etc. So it's that experience which makes me, I hope, uh, more useful to entrepreneurs. Just to establish your credibility, Peter, I mean, you've won awards for being an angel investor and you have a pretty substantial portfolio yourself now, don't you? I do. I have more than probably I should have. I have just over 60 investments now. Uh, there, are, there are probably only about 30, 40 people in the UK have taken it as far as that. It's quite hard work to look after 60 investments. But of course, what I've done is been on 60 investment journeys. So again, I've got a lot of experience as an angel for the ups and downs. I've probably invested in about 130 investment rounds. Um, and I've, I've seen that. So that is also useful, to, and, uh, which I will be using to, to, to feed back to the industry and therefore help angels and entrepreneurs. And uh, what's the sort of scope for this project? Is it going to be weekly? Is it going to be monthly? What will a person who follows the invested investor journey actually see materialise? So the current plan is that there will be a monthly podcast and, and a monthly blog. And that will lead to a book, which will be an e-book and a printed book sometime the back end of 2018, early 2019. So, But those podcasts, I believe, will become more frequent. It appears there's a lot of people who want to, do, to, to help with this journey. So initially, the first uh, two podcasts will be me interviewing a couple of entrepreneurs and, and their five, six, seven-year journeys. And then we're going to spread that out so there will be me talking to angels. There'll be angels talking to entrepreneurs. VCs will come into the mix. We'll have one or two professionals in there as well. So the idea behind it all is to provide interesting anecdotal stories which will help angels and entrepreneurs. What are you going to ask these potential investees? Well, the one that we recorded a couple of days ago was very interesting. It was um, somebody I, I've actually been on the journey. It's easier to ask the people you know. And it, this was a, a business that was set up about nine years ago. We invested about seven years ago. And now it's um, installed in several thousand houses around the UK for preventing fires should they occur. And it was, it was, but the interesting bit of it was the fact they didn't raise enough money to begin with. They ran out of money. They raised some more money again. And it's only when the market product market fit that they believed and we believe was correct was proved to be completely wrong and something else was found the pivot the famous pivot occurred and suddenly there was a pull for the product so is the idea here to show people various ways in which it can be done various ways in which it can go wrong so people can learn to identify some of Donald Rumsfeld's famous unknown unknowns. <laughs> exactly, yeah, the unknown unknown. Yes, I mean, one person who's very keen to, to, to do a podcast and we'd probably do that before Christmas is somebody whose company failed. He'd raised hundreds, maybe low millions of hundreds of thousands or low, low millions of finance and it failed. It failed and, you know, he's learned a huge amount from that. The investors have learned a lot from that and his story is really... 
and he's he's gone about it in a very intellectual, measured way. But he's you know had a when when you hear the podcast, you realise it it just it's a no brainer that somebody it's a great way of addressing uh, advertising to an incredibly difficult market to get to, but it still failed. So it will be the positives and the negatives. But this is the classic thing about getting back on your horse, isn't it? That uh, if you if you try something once, it doesn't go right, and then you walk away and never never try it again. Many people say you've got to take some of these knocks because then you do learn by your mistakes. Hopefully you don't get too demolished, never able to walk again, and, and you do then get yourself back on your horse and, and the next time you do make it over the fence. There is, a, I've heard it said several times in, in the, on the west coast of the States, you've got to have failed first before you really are ever going to achieve anything. I, my first business failed in 1990, 1991, at a time when, um, if you talk to people who've been around then, things were very, very tough. It was probably tougher then than the... The 2000 uh, dot com failure of a bit bust. However, um, I and in those days, back in '91, it was regarded very negatively in the UK. Nowadays, it's much more positive failure. You know, the, the fact that people will pick themselves up and, and carry on. So, yeah, the experiences of failure clearly are useful. However, it'd be better still if those failures didn't occur, because a failure does mean loss of confidence. Clearly, loss of money even if it's only the shareholders and hopefully no, no trade creditors. So, yeah, if we can reduce those number of failures, then and then the outcomes generally from the early stage um, startup scene should be better, which will be good for the, for the investors, clearly, be good for the entrepreneurs, and will actually be pretty good for the UK. And I'll be tuning in. Peter, thank you very much. Peter Cowley. Thank you very much, Chris.